sort of dive into what happened yesterday and the reactions from both the White House, the press secretary, the former president, some members of the media, this horrific tragedy that took the lives of more than a dozen American service personnel uh, just beyond any comprehension or any ability to to explain it. And you have to wonder about the parents and family members, loved ones of the 13 now dead and several others. So well, the Afghanistan residents, the Afghanis who died as well. I think that number's over 70. But our precious men and women in uniform standing in harm's way, doing the heavy lifting. As I've said all week, it is the boots, not the suits, who are doing the real hard work here. Yesterday we saw Joe Biden doing some presidential things, and I have to tell you, I was shocked and angered by some of the things he said yesterday in that press conference. First of all, the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson was out hours ahead of our president. Why? Why? We took the greatest hit yesterday, and we needed to have our president front and center. It took him a while. It took him a long while, too long in my opinion. And I just hope and pray that there will not be a repeat. I hope we have enough strength in the region to say to the Taliban, don't even think about it, and to ISIS, who's now claiming responsibility, although anything that happens in Afghanistan happens with the approval of the Taliban. Absolutely. So for them to say that they had nothing to do with this is ridiculous. In fact, uh, Jen Psaki, the press secretary, was asked if the Taliban was responsible for this. And she gave them cover, in my opinion. I think it's worth repeating and important to repeat that we don't have any uh, information at this point in time. And that has not changed over the last couple of hours to suggest that the Taliban had knowledge of or was engaged in or involved in this attack. Uh, obviously, what happened today uh, and the loss of lives of U.S. service members, of Afghans, is a tragedy, is horrific, uh, is one of the worst things, if not the worst thing, we've experienced during President Biden's time in office. Uh, but again, we don't have any additional assessment at this point in time. The deadliest day in Afghanistan in terms of American military in over a decade. It's terrible. It's awful what happened. And in the opinion of many, and many with greater military knowledge than I, it didn't have to happen. We basically allowed this to happen. Joe Biden talked about this yesterday, and as I've often called him, he is grief man. He is better at empathy than any politician I've ever seen. And uh, he, he played the empathy card a lot yesterday. But he also had some things that he said that I think very troubling. The one clip you're going to hear all day long is Joe, Joe, Joe Biden talking very tough. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. As I've said, 
how are you going to hunt them down when you're leaving? How is that going to happen? Seriously. Absolutely seriously. One of the most offensive things that a lot of us uh, noticed was the, um, the discussion of the kill list that we gave to the Taliban. The kill list. In other words, we gave the Taliban lists of Americans who were in the area who we wanted them to allow to come through the gates. And we also gave them lists of some of the Afghan translators who were so helpful to us over the past 21 years. It's a kill list. It allows the Taliban to go after these people, especially the Afghans who helped us. Joe Biden was asked about that yesterday. I can't tell you with any certitude that there's actually been a list of names. I know there may have been, but I know of no circumstance. It doesn't mean it's not didn't exist that here's the names of 12 people. They're coming. Let them through. It could very well have happened. It did happen, sir. And you could know. And we did do it. And according to Politico and now verified as well by Fox, it happened not just this week, but it's been happening for some time. We gave the Taliban the list of people to go after. And some of them got through, but you absolutely know some of them paid the price for helping America. There was, um, there was some wandering in the press conference yesterday, I have to say, wandering and I find it disturbing when the president, who should have been focused, didn't speak that long, but wandered around on Afghanistan. They're not good guys, the Taliban. I'm not suggesting that at all. But they have keen interest. As many of you have been reporting, they very much would like to figure out how to keep the airport open. They don't have the capacity to do it. They very much are trying to figure out whether or not they can... Uh, maintain what is the portion of an economy that has become not robust but fundamentally different than it had been and so there's a lot of reasons why they have reached out not just to us but to others as to why it would be continued in their interest to get more of the personnel we want to get out we can locate them now there's not many left that we can assess that are want to come out. Hmm. It's it's just odd to me that at this moment where we really needed clarity and leadership, we had a discussion of why the Taliban needs a, a stronger economy and the airport's key to it. The president did give some presidential statements about the dead soldiers and how they were the best among us and how they have joined a great and noble company of others who gave their lives. The lives we lost today were lives given in the service of liberty, the service of security, and the service of others. In the service of America, like their fellow brothers and sisters in arms who died defending our vision and our values in the struggle against terrorism, of the fall on this day, they're part of a great and noble company of American heroes. They are that, sir. They are that. And we will mourn them every day. And now they will join the countless others in Arlington National Cemetery.
Biden did at the uh, at the end of his prepared remarks, he did ask for a moment of silence and something happened there. So let me share this with you. And I ask that you join me now in a moment of silence for all those in uniform and out. Beautiful military and civilian who've given the last full measure of devotion. And the silence went on for about 10 seconds, and then this happened. Thank you. May God bless you all, and may God protect his troops and all those standing watch for America. We have so much to do. It's within our capacity to do it. We just have to remain steadfast. Steadfast. We will complete our mission and we will continue after our troops have withdrawn to find means by which we can find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them and we will get them out. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. So after he got a touch emotional, and I think we all were very emotional yesterday, I, I still am, I'm still angry. Uh, the president talked about how we are going to make sure we get every American out who wants to get out. But if you're pulling all your troops out, when you could tell the Taliban we're staying until we get our troops out, uh, it's just confusing. But what's most disturbing at the very end there is when he said, I I've got a list. They gave me a list of people I'm instructed to call on Kelly O'Donnell first. Instructed? Are you, are you instructed to do everything, sir? I'm truly worried for our country. I'm mourning the deaths of those brave men and women. And I'm terrified for our country. Pray for America.